Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. And this week we are talking about the crazy strange language that we have and all the weird sayings that we come across and we're like, where did those come from? And the craziest thing is, is we never even question it. We just say them and we have no idea what they mean or where they come from. Like we know what we think they mean, but we never even question it. So yes. So the whole reason that this topic came about was because I don't know if it was you and I were talking about looking a gift horse in the mouth. Did I say this to you? Was this a conversation? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, we talked about it, but I don't remember. I had this conversation with someone or I heard it in a podcast that I listened to or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's it. I heard it in a podcast that I listened to. Yes. And she said, the podcaster said when she heard it in um, like Italian or something, it made more sense to her because in Italian, the literal translation was never look a gift, look at a gift horse's teeth. And so that made more sense to her than looking a gift horse in the mouth. Yes. And I was like, oh, that does make more sense to me. But also, where the heck did that saying come from? Exactly. And why do we use yeah. it? Yeah. Because we say it all the time. Yes. But We did talk about this afterwards because this background story kind of really makes sense. Tell them the background yeah. story. So that one. Oh, gosh. Now I'm going to turn to those notes. Yeah. So that one actually, like the literal translation is like from, it comes from a Latin um, St. Jerome's commentary in 400 AD on Paul's letter. So it's, it's a proverb and the literal translation is never inspect the teeth of a given horse. And so, um, kind of goes along with like long in the tooth. If you've ever heard yeah. that, it's a similar saying it comes from the same thing. Well, well, the- that comes from the fact that horses, as they get older, their teeth change and they're obviously not as good. They get longer and they stick out further. That's yes. where that long in the tooth comes from. Well, and two, if somebody's kind enough to give you a horse, why in the heck are you going to start judging it? You know what I mean? That was right. A nice, that was a nice gesture. So why are you going to be like, oh, that's a great horse, but his teeth are ugly. That'd be rude. <laughs> well, or that he's too old. Like he can't yes. be any good to me because he might die soon because his yes. teeth are bad. So yeah, so that's exactly what it was used for was that... If you're given a gift, it would be rude to either not accept it or to inspect it as if you don't trust the person. Yes. And so, you know, like it's that whole saying, you know, about the, it's the thought that counts. Like that's where that kind of came from too. It kind of. Um, came from this. Yeah. It's the same idea where like, you know, if you get a gift like at Christmas time and I know I was not always good about this when I was a kid, if you get a gift at Christmas time and it's not what you wanted and you're just like, Oh really? Like, and I know I've done this a couple of times to my mother and I feel awful, like awful afterwards. And my sister's like, you're such a bitch. Yes. (laughs) That was so rude. That's what your first thought is. Wow. That was rude. And I, it's like, I don't mean to, but you know, it's like, so as I've gotten older, I've gotten better about being like, Oh, I love it. That's awesome. No, that's great. You know? And then later you can re-gift it or (laughs) exchange it or exchange it or, you know, or just anything to spare the gifter's feelings. Right. Right, Because they put thought into it. Hopefully. I mean, we would think, but yeah, so that's the, that's the saying that kind of started it all. Okay. Uh, yes, that that was our first yeah. account. So, okay, so what's all week, one? Yeah, all week we've been looking up <laughs> things. That actually, I didn't, I didn't just like come off up with any off the top of my head. Like literally, because this was at the top of my head, I started noticing these yes. weird sayings or phrases in books that I was reading or yep. movies or TV shows, and I was like, oh damn, I want to know what that means, or or not not necessarily know what it means because most of the time I did. But where did it come from? How did that get started? Yes. Well, I did the same. Um, 
and some, and, and I looked up some too, but some were really fun. Some of them I found were things that I say all the time. And now <laughs> that I know, I probably won't say them as much. Oh my much. gosh, yes. I have one like that too. But other things I found sayings that I want to start a trend with because they're <laughs> so fun. But one is something that I say all the time is to pull someone's leg. I always say that. He's just pulling your leg, meaning, you know, he's just joking around with you. But the origin of that is that um, it's kind of dark. Thieves used to pull the legs off of victims to trip them before they robbed them. That's where that came from, pulling someone's leg. How did it become meaning like a joke? I don't know, but that's what it means now. Now we're like, oh, they're just lying, but they're joking. You know what I mean? <laughs> nope. That's what it really that, means. I don't know that I'll say that anymore. Because I will that not is, say that's that. Really, that's like, dark, right? Yes. Yes. What else did you have? I would, but first, that was saying, I was thinking people were going around and like pulling off people's fake legs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, literally. That's what used to happen. The thieves used to pull the legs. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think I'll say that one anymore. No, okay. Well, I one that, like one that kind of goes along with that, that I say all the time and I have said it to like children and stuff oh, and I will never say it again to a child uh -uh. <laughs> is lollygagging. I say lollygagging all the time. Will okay. you stop lollygagging? Yes, Come on. yes. Okay, so in my mind and in recent history, it does mean like you're uh, you're being idle or you're dawdling, which yes. is a whole other word that I was like, where did... But yes. that was like going down a rabbit hole, so I stopped. But yes, it means like you're messing around or you're goofing off, you're wasting time, right? And it also used to be pronounced or spelled lally, like with oh. an A instead of an O, lallygagging. Really? Yeah. So it came about in the mid 19th century, around the 1850s. Uh -huh. And it, <laughs> this is what it meant originally uh -huh. sexually fooling around. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, what? I will never say this to a child again. No. Not that they know. I mean, they look at me like I'm an idiot when I say what, it to that's them. That's but... <laughs> all it means when we say it out loud. No, but that is Here. what. That is Just don't what it, say that in another country, please. <laughs> that's what it was used for. Like in the 1800s and the early 1900s, it was used in newspapers and stuff. And mm -hmm. that's what it meant. Sexually fooling around. Um, it was grandma's word for the dictionary even said this originally. It was grandma's word for um, lovemaking was lo lollygagging. Wow. <laughs> and it's still, I looked in the dictionary and that is the second Stop! definition. Yes, it's the second definition. Oh my goodness. And so, um, I will never say that again now. Right. Yeah. But I mean, now, now the number one definition is like to be off, like be off yes. task or mess around or yeah. whatever. But still, I will not say that word again to yeah, children. Or I will try not to. But what's funny is that it could, they think it could have come from an old English word, word lol, which means tongue. Oh. Um, or and how is it spelled? L-O-L-L. -L -L. Like, okay. like, so that was like the first, yes. you know, uh -huh. but it could also mean embrace or neck or rest idly or droop or dangle. Okay. <laughs> so those kind of go with that sexually fooling around, yeah. but they could also be like wasting time or whatever. Yes. And then they combined that with gag, which was mouth or joke. Oh my and, goodness. <laughs> okay. We're striking that one from the English language. Don't use it anymore. But yes. I mean, it's just crazy to me that the dictionary still has both definitions. Me too. And I never, I never, never knew, knew that meant, that was the ever. original origin. Me neither. Okay. Wow. What, what's another one of yours? Okay. Here's one that really kind of surprised me because I use this one a lot too. Say, um, you know, he's just trying to butter you up or to oh, butter okay, someone yeah, up. Yeah. Have you seen this I, one? I, I did not look that one up, but okay. I have said that myself and I, I have heard that. it. Like brown nosing, right? Yeah, yeah. When you're trying to get your way or get what yes. you want, you're... 
you know. Yeah, yes. I have seen that recently. Yes, I've said it recently. It's actually a religious act from ancient India. And the devout Christians would throw balls of butter at the statues of their God to seek their favor and forgiveness. Butter you up. Stop it. Why did they throw butter at statues? I don't know. Because they were buttering them up. That's what it says. It was a religious act. I'm sorry. Religious people, like, they legit threw butter at a statue and thought that would get them good favors from their gods? Yep. And forgiveness. Now, was this Christians or was this a different religion? Um, I'm pretty sure it said Christian, but I will check again because why well, would those, they? It wouldn't be. Those well, Christians. We're, we're all crazy. No. Yeah. No, I don't know. See, I'm going to have to look that up I was going to say. I was I'll like, let you know on that, that one. sounds more like. That's crazy, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, honestly, that just sounds. Egypt, cr- ancient India, which isn't a big Christian area. Well, but the English settled or, you know. Um, yes colonized or hmm. you know imperialism okay we're gonna have to do some research on that one but butter yeah. someone up now you know what it really means but Literally it was some sort of religious butter. act of throwing, throwing butter, butter at, at religious statues mm-hmm. in order to gain favor with the god yeah or the religious knew, figure right that is very odd not what i thought at all i'm like <laughs> that's just so random no. like why throw but, butter but at them? i mean the meaning of it like to make them you know want to be on your side i mean uh-huh. that is a I mean, that makes sense now, I yes. guess. Yes. <laughs> That's so strange. Yes. Okay, what do you have now? Okay, well, let's see. I mean, I picked so many things. Like, honestly, we could probably talk for hours, and I don't want to do that. But let's see. Oh, this one. This one I actually recently, uh, over Christmas break when I was on vacation with my family, uh-huh. this one came up. And it was so funny because um, we younger generation not that we are young but my my sister my brother-in-law and I are of the same generation my aunt is of an older generation obviously Uh and we said something about a sports player being the goat yeah okay yeah that is kind of new for me okay I so I had to look that up the first time I heard it so and we said it means like greatest of all time like Mm -hmm. the the word is actually you know letter individual letters that represent that anyway my aunt was like what yeah, because to was. her to her goat actually meant the exact opposite really? because in her time yes yes so for like the early 1900s now granted my head is not that old yeah. but you know you always have kind of the language of the people who raised you oh, yeah. right so this is from her like her mother's time oh, what does it say is that it was actually used in sports in the early 1900s as a derisive, so a bad term, used for players responsible for the team's loss. So, like, really? you were a goat if you had ruined the game for the team. Wow. I've heard the expression, like, don't let him get your goat. Right. But I don't know. I mean, now I know what yes. goat means, like, the best player, but I've never heard it being a bad player. Yeah. So, apparently, that was in the early 1900s. But the first time that, like, capital G-O-A-T, mm-hmm. like, as an acronym for greatest of all time, was yeah, actually the earliest that it's been in print was in 1992 by Muhammad Ali's wife. She oh, used yeah. it. As um, it was incorporated, like Goat Inc., like to incorporate all of his like intellectual property and stuff like oh, that. Okay. Um, and so, you know, it's been attributed to him and like other sports figures. But yeah. then LL Cool J, got it. Uh, kind of really popularized it in two thousand when he had an album titled Goat, and he said yeah. Greatest of All Time, like underneath it. Yeah, because um, now it's not strictly 
athletic people. No, I mean, no, it could be anyone. Anybody. But we have we actually have Tom Brady to thank for it being in the dictionary because now what? capital G O A T greatest of all time a is a legit Brady? word in the no it doesn't have a okay, picture yeah. of him oh. but it, it is a legit word in the um, dictionary and he's the one that like people started using it a lot about and uh-huh. so it got to be an pervasive enough and for a long period of time got enough it. that. Um, I wonder what that it actually, it was added in like, mm, I didn't write that down, but it was like, I want to say 2017. Okay. So not that long ago. But no, it wasn't that long ago that it actually became like a word. I mean, but that's, that's the cool thing is that something could become a word if just enough people use Use it. it. Exactly. You know, and if it has far reaching. The new words that they're adding every year because I'm like, oh, wow. Or the most widely used words of the year. I just find that so interesting because it's usually, remember when there were, was the Chad, when the mm-hmm. voting thing happened? I remember thinking, wow. And I'm sure that definition probably changed in the dictionary. Right. And so, yeah. So I just thought, I just, I just thought that was really interesting that my aunt thought that was a bad thing. And then here we were talking about a, a player and him yes. being great. And she's like, wait, that means something bad. And so I just thought... Wow. Very it, interesting. Yes. Over the course of a yes. hundred years, it can completely change what a yeah. word means. Interesting. Okay. So here's one that I really love just for you, Rachel. <laughs> I love this because this is just an old saying, but I think it's so cool. And I thought it was interesting what it meant. It's not what I thought when I first saw it, saw it but the phrase is on your jollies. I've Have never heard, heard that? that. Never. Um, it says it's an old fashioned word. Jolly means happy, um, but it's a, old-fashioned word of saying on holiday or on vacation so like if somebody says rachel here today no she's off on her jollies in <laughs> peru uh, isn't okay. that that so is one we should I start see, saying I, I see that i see where you i was like how is that related to me yes. but now i get it yes. but you're always know. vacationing this yeah. is so you she's on her jollies that's but i, I don't love know that that is not what i think of when i hear you say me that neither, but I, I love it i feel like jollies could mean something totally different like inappropriate oh, sexual God. or something like that and so that, I don't know that I could get the hang of saying that I just I think that's so much fun where is she she's out on her jollies in Peru I, I don't I don't know I feel like that yeah. could be taken the wrong way I love I it feel, though I, I think that's one we should practice we should bring I it back I don't think I could say it with a straight face like I I would giggle yes. and I wouldn't be able to get it out okay I just don't I don't what else do you have then well so this one I've actually said a couple of times this last week, and uh-huh. I think you have too, no okay. good deed goes unpunished. Yes, 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 yes. That's kind of the story of our life right there. <laughs> Trying okay. to do the good thing. So, you know, it is a proverb. The exact origin is unknown. I mean, that was most of these sayings. Like, you, they can find maybe where it was first written down, but they don't know the actual origin of it. It's been uh-huh. lost through time. Um, but what I think is funny is, like, this saying is, like, in direct opposition of like everything that most religions teach you, uh-huh. right? Because they teach you that if you're good, good things will come to you. If you're That's bad, me. bad things will come to you. Yeah. So like they, um, one of the things that I researched mentioned how St. Thomas Aquinas says the exact opposite, which lots of religious figures do, yeah. you know, like you always say you'll be rewarded yes. for all your good de- deeds and you know, everything like that. And that, but this saying has <laughs> stuck around and has really, you know, 
most people see that it yeah. works. So like, not that it works, but that it applies, it applies to well, life. And probably when you're having that situation, then it definitely applies. You know what I mean? Right. Like you really think about that when something's gone wrong. Or- so the first earliest known use was in the 12th century by a Walter Mapp who said, left no good deed unpunished, no bad one unrewarded. In his, it's, <laughs> it's in like Latin or something, but it, the translation was um, courtiers tri- um, trifles. So uh-huh. it was like talking about different courtiers stuff. And, but I just think that it's, it's shown up a lot in literary works, you know, and it's yeah. now known as like a proverb, but it's basically saying, you know, life can be unfair and that bad things can happen no matter what good you do. Like uh-huh. you can't just think, Oh, if I'm always good, nothing bad will ever happen to me because that's, that's right. just not life. No, no, that's not realistic. No. Okay. So, but I do feel like a lot of times people do get like blamed for things like you're, you, it's kind of goes along with shooting the messenger, right? Yes, you know, yes. you try and do something helpful and the person it backfires. The yep. person gets mad at you. Or, that's right. So, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Here's one that I use and, um, I don't think I'll use it anymore because <laughs> It's a, it's way more harsh than I think I use it. Okay. And maybe maybe I sound that harsh when I say it, and I don't even intend to. But it's can't hold a candle. Like oh, I, okay, yes, I yes, I've heard that, of and it. I don't try to be ugly. I'm just like, well, she can't even hold a candle to her, you know, or mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, again, not trying to be like really mean, but what it really means is, I mean, it means that. But listen, it says it dates back to the 17th century. Okay. And um, it's definitely relating to someone's incompetence. So the saying came from um, when an apprentice was working, if the apprentice wasn't even good, they wouldn't even let him hold the worker's candle. He wasn't even worthy of holding his candle. Oh, he was so, so bad. He couldn't light the way for Nothing. somebody to do you work. You could not even hold the candle. <laughs> Literally, what did they you can't do then? Did they shovel no, poo? No, I guess they, I don't know what they didn't say what they ended up doing. But that sounds so harsh, right? Yeah. When and I I know that I've said it. She can't even, you know, she can't even hold a candle to that whatever whatever. You wow. Know, yeah. Her. So she can't do anything is basically what you're saying. Exactly, which is so terrible. I just mean she's not in my translation. I was just thinking she's just not quite as good. But no, this is like she's so that's that's not bad. Completely incompetent, right? <laughs> she's not as good as this person, but that's I didn't right. mean it in a bad way. It's not terrible. She's not terrible, horrible. She's just not as good as the goat, you know? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. She's not the greatest of all time. That's right. She could be second. But she's not incompetent. I mean, tag. Oh, um, that's hilarious. Okay, so I just I may I have so much fun with these. Like I can't even hardly decide. But I think that the next one that I want to talk about is just because this is so funny. Have you heard of the short end of the stick? Oh yeah. Okay, so I means... always get the short end of the stick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't feel that way. That's um funny. okay, so obviously it means like the worst side of something or the unequal end of the yes. deal, right? Like you're Someone else came out better than you did, yes. right? Well, I I love this one because of the origins of it. So it comes from the 1500s, and it actually originally was like the worst end of the staff. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and in the 1800s, like sometimes it was used as like the short end or the shitty end, oh. right? Um, and this is because. Uh-oh. It was um, 
there was this mid they think all right this is what they think because it was used like in the 1500s right mm-hmm. it was there was this medieval english instrument that was a stick with a sponge thing on one end that they kept in privies which are bathrooms instead of toilet paper because this was before the time oh, of toilet yeah. paper and so they would use the sponge stick to clean their bottoms that's disgusting and then you know they would set it off to the side of the privy you know of the toilet or well obviously it wasn't toilets like we think of it was like hole in the ground or whatever it was uh-huh. but you might accidentally grab the wrong end in the dark like because you know we just talked about candles and not always having those lit uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. your way so sometimes people would accidentally grab the shitty oh, end no. of that stick yes like literally the shit end of the stick wow and so a lot of people think that that's where it came from. Like, you didn't want to grab the sh- that end or that no. short end. And so yes. there was some translation, like, short wow. and shitty kind of meant the same thing. And so then it just ended up coming to the, the, short, end the, the short end of the stick. But they were literally called shit sticks. I just loved oh that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. I, I really, I had so many more. <laughs> I would love to hear other people. So... Yes, please chime Any in. Any of our listeners, please chime in. All 25 of you. We do have 25 now. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let us know your favorite old saying. Yes. Or you can, crazy saying. You can, um, you know, share it on Twitter or Instagram. Instagram. We'd love to hear some crazy weird sayings that your family or friends yeah. have used or that you saw in a movie or read in a book. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we can start a trend. <laughs> oh, we can make a new word and then have it end up in the yes. in the dictionary when we become popular enough. Yes. So you guys tell your <laughs> friends to listen so they'll they'll put new words too. Yes. All right. Well, we'll we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.